Welcome to episode two of this fifth gear podcast. Today we're going to be going through the NFC 2019-2020 NFL season preview. First, we're going to say thank you to everyone for supporting. We got a lot of feedback from the last episode and we really appreciate it. And we're going to try to continue and grow. If you like it, tell us. If you don't, tell us why. Try to share with your friends. We want everyone to hear about it because, hey, we like sports. I know you like sports. Anyway, we're going to start it off with the NFC East. The very first team, the team that won the division last season, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I'll pick it off right here with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, they're going to go as far as Dak Prescott takes them. I think this is one of the most complete and best rosters in the NFL outside of the quarterback position. We're talking a top three offensive line, a top three running back. I like what they have at receiver with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and then they got Randall Cobb on the inside. Um, you got Jason Witten back. He's not probably going to provide much in the passing game, but he's still a great run blocker, if anything. And this is one of the best young defenses in the whole NFL. They got the best young linebacking duo of Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. Up front with Demarcus Lawrence, you go and trade for Robert Quinn. Still got Tyrone Crawford, Malik Collins, Antoine Woods up middle. Great defensive line. You have an all-pro corner in Byron Jones. You have kids like Chidobia Rougier and Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis at corner. With um, Xavier Woods, Jeff Heath at safety, you have one of the best defensive backs coach in the NFL. I think everything comes down to number four. Um, but I don't trust him. I think Dak Prescott, he's got a lot of issues. He's got terrible pocket presence. He's not a very good quarterback, and I think that's as far as Dallas goes. I think this is a team that can make the playoffs, make some noise, but I think Dak Prescott limits his team, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. Um, this is a really good roster. Uh, the schedule's not terrible. Obviously, you have to go to places like New England and Chicago, but it's all in Dak Prescott, really. Uh, he's an average quarterback at best. You can even argue he's below 20, but this is obviously still a solid roster. I like them a lot better than teams like, say, the Eagles or the Redskins. But will they be able to get it done past that wild card round? I just don't think so. And only time will tell with Dak Prescott. I'm going to have to disagree. As a Cowboys fan, uh, I'm going to have to disagree with everything that you say. Uh, even the defensive line. I think our defensive line, besides DeMarcus Florence, is um, booty cheeks. I think uh, I think I think really where it showed was the playoff game against. I would the Rams. disagree. I would disagree with you. I think the trade for Robert Quinn opposite DeMarcus Lawrence is a really good. Right, player. right, but that doesn't help our inside because. Uh, well, that's true. They against, run well, against the Rams, against the Rams, like our linebacking core, great. Secondary, good, great. You can say whatever you want, but our inside was getting absolutely destroyed. I mean, Malik Woods wasn't doing anything. Uh, I think Tyron nice Crawford was hurt. So, so I think I think that's where we're going to be our weak point. I think y'all are. Uh, I think y'all are not giving Dak enough credit. I think Dak has uh, a lot on his shoulders. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's. I definitely don't think he's. You know, the money that he wants worth type quarterback. I mean, he's not. He's not going to be that type of quarterback. But he. He's definitely. He's definitely an average quarterback. And with the team is built around him, I. I do believe that you know he can actually go. You know, somewhat deep in the playoffs, and hopefully, you know, as a Cowboys fan, cough, cough, won a Super Bowl. Um, oh. I, I, if Dak can prove, I mean, Dak, the big thing is if he can take a step forward, like if he can become a quarterback similar to maybe like a, I don't know, maybe a Jared Goff type who just watching the Super Bowl, if he can develop and uh, take at least a step forward, then I could put Dallas in a Super Bowl contender. But based off what I've gotten out of these last two seasons from Dak, I, I can't see Dak being a Super Bowl quarterback. We, we did, we did all, I mean, 
we did not have a good offensive coordinator. I think because Dak, Dak's not. I mean, it, it's known Dak's not really a passer. I mean, Dak, Dak doesn't really have the accuracy of like a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady or anything like that. He's not really a passer minds. I think I think Linehan definitely did not utilize Dak as much as he could have. Dak's more of a uh, he's not really a scrambling QB. But he's definitely more of a mobile QB. He can throw on the run. I think he throws on the run better than he does in the pocket. I don't know why, but he does. So. Well, speaking uh, of the pocket, that's my biggest problem with Dak is Dak has maybe the worst pocket presence. Um, I'm, he runs into a lot of sacks. He, he can't read um, his blocks very well. That's my biggest concern with Dak, and he has a big fumble problem. Dak fumbles the ball maybe more than any other quarterback. And most, and most, and most Lamar Jackson is, fumbled the ball a lot. That's in true. His playoff game. Lamar I mean, Jackson's going to fumble the ball a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's, basically, he's basically a running back at QB. I, when you say that Dak Prescott fumbled the ball a lot, that brings me to the game against the Jaguars this pre- previous season. There was one possession. He fumbled the ball practically twice, but still got it back, luckily enough. But it's yeah, like that. Is, that. The Jacksonville game, we didn't try. You didn't, um, I mean, they still <laughs> won. Didn't try. You won by like 11. The one thing. The one thing I will say about Dak that I do like is that one Dak does stay healthy more. He had, he um he's played all 16 games in every season he's played and he's definitely a competitor. Dak leaves it all in the field and um he doesn't take plays off. I just don't think that he's that great of a quarterback. I'm honestly like as deep as this Cowboys defense is and the roster as a whole, I don't like how they've gotten guys like Randall Cobb on his day is one of the best slot receivers in the game, but he's just been Ooh. so hurt recently. Jason Winton, I, I mean, I guess. I bet he comes back to be the Jason Winton that he was. I mean, he was. No. Yeah, um, he, yeah guys... because but he's he's gonna be the Blake. I'm Blake Griffin. He's gonna be the uh, Jason <laughs> Winton. He's gonna be the Jason Witten that goes out. And he can run routes. He catches the ball and he sits down. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Jason Witten still he'll get you your he'll get you your third and fives. And he's still, I mean, yeah, if he's, he's anything like he was back. before he retired, he is still one of the best run blocking tight ends in the NFL. I mean, no one's yeah. expecting Jason Witten to outrun anybody or anything like that. I'm, I'm not arguing been, that he's a downgrade as opposed to Blake Jarwin and Rico Gathers. I'm just saying they're they're they might be asking for a little bit too much from him. Or guys like Robert Quinn or Sean Lee, who are behind their past. Their oh, best Sean, days. Sean, Sean Lee needs to retire. He just, he just gets hurt too what, much. What, That's my thing. One more exactly, thing about the Cowboys before we transition. I do think they have a very favorable schedule, especially early. Um, especially early, think, yes. Which I think will benefit them a lot. I mean, Rams. coming to the end of the season, the Rams. That's, that's not a good look at the end of the season. It's no, not. But I think they should get. They should get off to a very good start. Yeah, no, no. It's not. A, it's not a hard schedule. They should be all right. right. Next team in the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles, who lost quarterback Nick Foles. How, how do you guys see this team coming up? Well, obviously, the biggest question with the Eagles is Carson Wentz. Um, will play sixteen games? How many games will he play? That's obviously the first question. Um, we then we look. I do like their offensive. Oh, Howard at running back, Deshaun Jackson to come play slot receiver for you. They still have one of the best offensive lines. If Carson Wentz is healthy and plays like he did their Super Bowl year, then, I mean, the Eagles offense is capable of as far as they can go. Defensively, obviously, it's one of the best front fours in the NFL. But when we look past that front four, it's a lot of question marks. Um, their linebacking core to me is very weak. You get to their secondary, obviously, Malcolm Jenkins is a very good safety. You get to the corner, what's left of Bradley Roby? I'm not a big fan of Jalen Mills. 
Um, so I think that's the question. How are the Eagles going to defend the pass at all? Um, I, I mean, they're going to have a great front four, but I don't know who they're I don't know who they're stopping um, in the passing game. And I think that's the Eagles' biggest concern. Now, you could say a good thing is they maybe have the worst trio of quarterbacks in their division around them, which could benefit them. But I think they go. Um, I think the biggest question is how healthy can Carson Wentz stay? Because if Carson Wentz goes down again, you can count the Eagles out. What I like with this Eagles team is what they did is I think they had a really underrated, underratedly good offseason. I didn't like the Jordan Howard trade, but they got their draft was really well. They drafted um, Andre Dillard in the first round. They got uh, the good wide receiver J.J. Arcega Whiteside. They took the Penn State running back Miles Sanders. Jordan Howard um, fails or whatever. I do like Miles Sanders. They still have a really solid line, which should help out Wentz if they can give him time. Alshon Jeffrey's still a very solid number one receiver. But like you said, I just cannot trust Jalen Mills going up against my number one or number two wide receiver. Um, and we don't know what we're getting with Ronald Darby. Looking past them, I mean, Devontae Maddox, Craven LeBlanc, I just, I really don't like those guys. Malcolm Jenkins is past his prime. I guess they did get Andrew Sandejo, who's not terrible, but I just don't like this defense as much as other people do. They obviously have a good defensive line with Fletcher Cox. But I just don't see them winning the division, honestly, unless Carson Wentz goes back to his MVP form. I, uh, I don't I don't know. I'm an, I'm an Eagles hater. So, uh, sure, really, Cowboys fan, yeah. Yeah. It's really <laughs> uh, I will say Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott any day, just pure talent-wise. The problem is that Carson Wentz hasn't been able to really to show it as, as much. Um, just because he's been hurt. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, I never want anybody to get hurt, but I mean, I guess Nick Foles came in and, and filled those shoes. I'm just curious what Carson Wentz does with this team because, um, I mean, the receiving cores are all right. I mean, it's not, it's nothing special. I mean, they've got Zach Ernst. He's a, you know, Sean Jackson was a good pickup. He was a good pickup, but I mean, he's 32. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't even remember. Yeah, how much is yeah, left, how much in, the left in the tank? To be honest with you. I mean, Aguilar's still young, but Aguilar, I mean, was when he coming out of college, dude, we are. I mean, I think he had one, like, really good game against Cowboys. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, I hope not. I hope this dude didn't become, like, the next Antonio or something like that. But, no, nah, I mean, they're all right. I, obviously, they're, they're, their line is great, uh, especially the left. The back side of the line is fantastic. Um, and their defense, I mean, they've got they've got a good uh, middle linebacker in Zach Brown, and their secondaries are high. They've got one or two secondaries, and then they've got Cox, and then they've also got Brandon Graham. But they uh, they lost who who's that who's the white guy with tattoos? That they lost that's old. <laughs> Michael Bennett? No, not Bennett. But they lost Bennett too. Who, who was the other one? Because uh, he was. A, Oh, Chris, Chris Long. Long, yeah, the last Chris Long. Yeah, 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 Chris Long, yeah. He, uh, I mean, that 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 line was that line was one of the best in the league, but they did lose both of them. Yeah, so I think I think they I think they're going to take a big hurt this year, and we'll see how it goes. I did like them um, replacing with Malik Jackson, but like you said, yeah, a lot. The, the Eagles, I like I said, I think a lot of it's just, if Carson Wentz can play sixteen games for this team, they should be a playoff. Yeah, team, yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't think he will. Uh, Having yeah, back problems that early, that's that's a really tough thing to worry about. Nick Foles is not behind him, obviously, anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, who's, their, who's their backups? They got, like, Cody Kessler. Nate, Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> yeah. And Clayton Thornson. 
this team also doesn't have the most forgiving schedule either. They're starting their season out of the first eight games, three at home only. And they're not even against very bad teams either. Well, I mean, they game very well. Um, outside of Dallas, they have a really nice end of their schedule. Yeah, the end of their schedule is very nice. They're going Giants against twice. the Giants twice. Oh, and Miami. And Miami. Yeah. Seattle. So, so they yeah. can get a rolling there. So maybe, but I mean, the beginning of the season, they can take a very big hit from these. Yeah, they just have to steal some games. Like, yo, the only game I see that they should, the only game I see that they're going to lose is probably New England and maybe, maybe Chicago. Every every other game, I think they should take. Oh yeah, no, they could be in every game. They could go. They could go go fourteen and two. Okay, well, (laughs) oh, so you see the Eagles beating your Cowboys. So you, so you see the um, Eagles beating your Cowboys. For some reason, the Eagles always play good against the Cowboys. And that yeah. is true. Uh, I mean, Every team plays good against the Cowboys. AT&T I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess the Giants always play good against the Cowboys too, though. So, well, getting to that next team, um, a team that I think I'm probably a little bit more high on than most is the Red- getting to the Washington Redskins. Um, the big thing with the Redskins is obviously Case Keenum being at quarterback. It's not Alex Smith. It's a downgrade there. But I would say people do forget Case Keenum is a guy that is only a year removed from the NFC Championship game appearance. But when I look at this Redskins team, the problem with the Redskins over the past years has been health. I mean, this is a team that's been one of the most injured teams over the past few years. Um, up front, this is a really good team. Matt Ionitis really came along last year. Jonathan Allen's getting another good year in. Brian Kerrigan's still one of the best linebackers. Mason Foster, I like to pick Montez Sweat. They go out and get Landon Collins in free agency. Offensive line-wise, Trent Williams, um, I don't know if he's going to hold out what he's doing, but if Trent Williams reports to camp and he's ready to go, he's still one of the best tacklers in the game. Morgan Moses and Brandon Sheriff on the right side, help if they stay healthy, are really, is a really good right side of the offensive line. Again, if healthy, Jordan Reed, Vernon Davis is one of the best duos at tight end still in the league. And they got a great trio at running back, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson, and Darius Geis. Um, we didn't even get to see Darius Geis last year due to the injury. Um, I think a lot of people are writing the Redskins off. I wouldn't write the Redskins off. Um, I think if they can stay healthy, they can at least be a very competitive team this season. But um, I, I have a lot of questions outside of Landon Collins in that secondary. And then, like I said, it's health. Um, can the Redskins stay healthy? And how great and how good of a coach really is Jay Gruden? The thing with Case Keenum, when he took uh, Minnesota to that NFC Championship game, he had arguably, you can argue it was one of the better duos, wide receiver in the NFL and Diggs and Thielen. I mean, his his best receiver is Paul Richardson or Josh Doxson. Um, I just don't like that receiving core. We didn't even get to mention Bryce Love that they took out of Stanford, who's coming off a gruesome injury. Let's see what, if he can produce anything. But this defense... I don't hate the defense. I don't love it either. Josh Norman is a shell of what he was at Carolina. They threw a bunch of money at Landon Collins, which they needed to do. Um, I like their draft. Uh, obviously, having to take Haskins and Montez Sweat at 25 was a good pick. Defense has a lot to build on. I just don't like the offense enough with Adrian Peterson. Unless Geis can produce like 1,200 yards, I don't see them competing at all. I hope they start Haskins. I think they're going to take the opposite route of what the what I think the Jets are going to take because I think the Jets might actually start its magic, and I I think I think the Redskins might push you mean over Dolphins. Casino. Yeah, huh? Yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. My bad. The Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, sorry. Sorry. 
Yeah, but uh, Haskins, I, I, I think they, I think they will start Haskins over Keenum, uh, just to give him a shot. Because I think I don't know what I've seen from Case Keenum is uh, I don't know, man. What I saw from him last year is really not too good. I don't know why he got all that money. I know, I mean, I know why he got all the money, but I mean, to be honest with you, he did have the best two, uh, you know, two top fifteen wide receivers in the league, and that defense was phenomenal. I mean, that defense is insane over there. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, the defense is I Josh Norman, like you said, shell himself. Uh, although Beckham Jr. must have messed him up pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> other than that, man, I mean, this is this is a pretty average team. You know, they might finish with an even record. They might not. We'll see how it goes. The one I'm, thing um, I would say in Case Keenum's defense, though, is last year in Denver, you can definitely make the argument he may have had the worst core of weapons in maybe the whole NFL. The Broncos had almost no tight end at all. Demarius Thomas goes down, and they trade him. Emmanuel Sanders goes down for the season. Well, outside of Jordan Reed, it's not that much better. Yeah. No, but at least they're healthy. I mean, I'd rather have a Josh Doxson and Paul Richardson that's healthy on the field and Jordan Reed than whatever was in Denver last year. So well, I, I mean, we really haven't even Keenum. seen much of Josh Doxson, though. I mean, Josh Doxson's up. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said the key. If the, the, the Redskins' problem is they're never healthy. Um, and I don't think they will be either. But if they are, if this team can stay relatively healthy, we do forget the Redskins were, the, were on pace to win the NFC East before Alex Smith went down and a bunch of other following injuries. Less with Alex Smith. Yeah. I like Alex Smith a lot more than I like Case Keenum. Yeah, Alex Smith. Though, even though even they're not that much different. Keenum, I actually would like. I actually would agree with Jimmy there that I think they should just go with Dwayne Haskins. Um, I, because with this team, I think I would let Haskins go in there, and if if he does show out, then they could maybe become a com- more competitive than they would be with Keenum. So I would agree there. But oh my gosh! That, yeah. But going no, off yeah, of the sure. reports that they are going to start Case Keenum, um, I still I don't I think this team's a little bit underrated. All right, next. I don't see him get more than next team in the or last team, the AFC East, the New York Giants. Before we start off with anything, I want to ask: You guys starting Eli or Daniel Jones? Well, I think everyone here would say Daniel Jones because I don't see the point starting Eli Manning. Eli Manning has shown nothing over the last two, three years that warrants being a starting quarterback. But so far, out of all the news out of there and Pat Shermer himself, uh, that they're going to go Eli, I don't get it at all. I don't. Eli doesn't even look like he has anything in the tank anymore. And him having to start a whole nother season, I don't get it at all. But it looks like that's the route they're going with. And if that is the route they're going with, I don't see almost anything out of this Giants team. Um, the offensive line, I know they tried to uh, – they upped it. I did like the Zeitler trade, um, getting rid – flipping Vernon for Zeitler. But th- this is this team's going nowhere. Saquon Barkley is going – is they're going to – he's going to be ran to death. This defense, um, I do – they get your ball peppers back there, but it's still a pretty bad defense. It's going to get picked apart all season. Whoever's at quarterback's going to get killed. Barkley's not going to have a lot of running lanes. Obviously, you don't have Odell receiver anymore. I didn't like the Golden Tate sounding. I think they vastly overpaid for him. Um, I, I, I don't like this Giants team at all. I, I think they might be the worst team in the whole conference. I I have to agree with you there. Their draft just made absolutely no sense. They trade. They have Snacks Harrison, Damon Harrison, Arguably the best nose tackle in the NFL. They trade him for a fifth round pick. Then they go turn around at 17 and they take a nose tackle, Dexter Lawrence. 
I just don't. It's just moves like that that make me question what is this franchise trying to accomplish? Or how even of course even with trading Odell Jones. and then just going and giving out the whole bag to go and take and trading Odell. Exactly. It's it, I don't understand what direction they're going in. With especially when they took Saquon Barkley last year too, thinking okay, are they going to try and win with Eli and Odell? And then they go trade Odell. It's just I don't understand this team at all. If they can keep Evan Ingram healthy, he can maybe progress into a top 15, top 10 tight end. You can even argue he's there now. But this defense is just so bad. I like the Julian Love pick in the fifth round. He might be a steal. God, look at, looking at looking at them up front, man. Oof. That's rough. They used to have a really solid line when they had Snacks Harrison. I mean, they played, da- they played Dallas. It's not a good team. I, I don't know who the hell is stopping this. Elliott. I don't know where the run defense is coming against that. And like you said, in front office-wise, I mean, I just don't get what they're doing. You take Barkley last year, second overall, to try to tell your fans you're trying to win now. And you turn around and you trade Odell and draft the quarterback anyways the following year in a quarterback draft that wasn't as strong as the draft previous. It's a lot of questionable moves. No, I just... You have to be very angry if you're a Giants fan right now. That offensive line is bones. That's all I got to say. Shout out Scott and Stacks, man, Montana. They didn't, Next. They didn't, I mean, they oh. didn't prove that at all. It's insane. I don't understand. No, I, yeah. A lot what? of questionable moves. <laughs> Shout out Stacks, man, Montana. Just get him over with. Just Next division, with. the NFC North. The double doinkers themselves, the Chicago Bears. Um, I, This is a team here, but obviously outside of losing Emos, they kept the... Um, they lose their defensive coordinator. They lose Adrian Amos. But other than that, they keep most of the defense intact. Um, but I think um, very going under the radar here is the Bears are going to have to play a first-place schedule this year, which they just haven't ever had to do in many of years, which I think is going right under the radar. Um, I think this team's going to be a little bit overrated. I I, I love, obviously, Cleo Match, one of, if not the best pass rush in the league. Um, but offensively, I, I don't see the points. Um I don't see the points coming. I'm not a fan of Mr. Bisky at all. Um, the receiving core, it's it's okay. The offensive line, it's okay. You trade Jordan Howard, so Tariq Cohen's going to have to step up even more now as a running back. Um, the Bears are probably going to be in a lot of games because this is still one of the best defenses in the NFL. But um, Matt Nagy's going to have to do another amazing coaching job if the Bears are going to stick around. Um, I, I don't see where they're getting points from this year. Like you said, the first place schedule. Um, they play the, at Denver week two. There's some freak stat out there that Denver is basically undefeated in the first two weeks at home, and then they end the year: Dallas at Lambeau, Kansas City at Minnesota. Well, at least they pl- they play Dallas they pl- at at home. They play Kansas City at home. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, they get yeah, some but, I mean, home even games. Look but earlier than that, not they're easy going opponents. to Philly. They're going to the Rams. They're going. Uh, it's now, it's rough. I just don't see Mitchell Trubisky enjoying a first-place schedule. I'm not as high as everybody is on David Montgomery. I don't mind the pick since Tariq Owen's not a true running back. But, um, yeah, the defense is still a defense. It's what's going to give get him wins. Ha-ha Clinton Dix and Eddie Jackson should mesh well, um, both ball hawkers. It's obviously still a very top, you know, top five, top three defense but I just can't put faith in Mitchell Trubisky down the stretch. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a, a, a lesser version of Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, gets... A lot less. I don't know. He's not that much less. 
I mean, he, he, I mean, we hadn't seen we hadn't seen enough of him. Or are you saying once he's bad, or are you saying Trubisky's I'm better? I'm saying I'm saying when you say I'm he's a saying less Trubisky is a little bit worse. Once. No, I mean, like, is, are, you, are you saying he's better than Led on? Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's worse. better than Led on. Oh, okay. mostly because we okay. share the same birthday. Okay. But I mean, I think I think he's better than Led on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, this offense isn't that bad. I mean, it, it's you know, it's average. I mean, they've got they've got some they've got some mid tier receivers and oh, Patterson and a- Allen Robinson and they've still got Tyler Gabriel as a deep threat or, or a slot whether he wouldn't play him because he's one of the fastest people in the league. And then I still can't believe they fleeced the absolute crap out of the uh, the Raiders for Khalil Mack. I mean, doesn't make any sense. But yeah, they it's still crazy. got Danny Trevathan. Then the Raiders take Cleveland. Yeah, they got Dantravation. They got a fantastic secondary. So I'm I'm excited to see them play. All right. Next team we have the Minnesota Vikings, who were second place in 2018. What do you guys have to say? Um, I think the Vikings. Um, it was good that they were able to get Anthony Barr back before he left. Um, this is still. It's still one of the best defenses. I mean, you look at this defense; it's still a lot of the same guys from that twenty-six or that twenty-seventeen defense. Danil Hunter and Level Joseph up front. Everson Griffin is still there. You still have Eric Hendricks, Anthony Barr, Harrison Smith in the back with Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes. It's still a great defense. Um, the the real problem is, and they didn't address it. They didn't address the offensive line. The offensive line in Minnesota has been terrible, and it didn't get any better. Um, they're go- especially in the middle at guard center there. It's really bad. Um, but it's going to come down. People do forget last year the Vikings were basically a touchdown and were a couple plays away from the playoffs and basically blew it at the end. It's on Kirk Cousins, man. Um, he's so inconsistent. It's in- it's insane. Um, Delvin Cook, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph. It's still a great pair of weapons. The team is still there for the Vikings, but... What is Kirk Cousins going to do, man? It, it's really all on Kirk Cousins. And um, I, I don't think you – I just don't think you can put your faith in a guy like that, especially behind a weak offensive line like Minnesota has. Yeah, in such a quarterback-dependent league, you need a guy – you don't want a guy like Kirk Cousins who's going to give you two different guys coming out there. Um, Dalvin Cook, if he can be able to come back and stay healthy – they might have a solid run game, but outside of Thielen and Diggs, they don't really have anybody. I guess Laquan, Laquan Treadwell's all right. Um, how much does Kyle Rudolph have left with uh, Irv Smith behind him? Their defense is still very solid, especially since they were able to keep Anthony Barr. Schedule's not too terrible. They should be right there, honestly. Eight or nine wins right there in that very competitive NFC North. But coming down to it, like Week 17 where you need a win in your home stadium in a place like Minnesota to play, you have to be able to close it out against a team with Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. And that just makes me question, can Kirk Cousins actually lead a team into the playoffs even win? And I just that, don't think so. That, it's even more embarrassing. The Bears pretty much rested their whole entire starting lineup in the second half of that game. And they still, yeah. and, and they still lost. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that's, that's really bad. Kirk Cousins has been pretty bad. I just since, don't get it. I mean, since... He was with, I mean, when we came with the Redskins, I don't. I, I just don't understand like why are these average ass receivers getting so much money, or average ass quarterbacks getting so much money? You know, I don't. I, I just don't understand that. It's a quarterback league. You have right, to but I mean, I, but I mean, Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in Dak Prescott. 
I don't. I don't. I mean, it's the base, but. Oh, you would say Dak yes, is better than Cousins. Cousins can't move out of the pocket. I mean, he's got a flipping cannon for an arm. Huh. I mean, what, what's the point in having a cannon? I mean, he's basically, I Kirk Cousins reminds me a lot of Jay Cutler. Except Jay Cutler. Wow. Oh, you know what? Wow. That's actually. Yeah, I think that, that's a solid that is, that, No, he's, he was he yeah, awesome. I, Except Jay Cutler didn't want to play. Wow. But I mean, if Jay Cutler actually put some effort into it. Smoking yeah, jazz. That's what I'm saying. But I well, mean, like you said, it's all going to rest on Kurt. Well, I don't, know if I, w- I don't know. I don't know about Dak and Carson. So I think that's a close comparison. But I definitely would agree with you. Um, the overpaying of Kurt Cousins is disgusting. I mean, if I were the Vikings, I would have just gave Case Keenum what he wanted to run it, suck it out back with him and let him run it back um, and save some money there to maybe spend on other positions because. I mean, how I mean, how much better is Kirk Cousins than Case Keenum? I mean, Case Keenum did better with this team. Yeah, so he's not. Case Keenum's better. I think exactly. Better. So I, I think that I agree with you completely. There, they vastly overpaid. Um, they easy. I mean, like I said, Case they should have easily just given Case Keenum what he wanted. They probably could have saved a decent amount of cash space and spent it maybe on a damn offensive lineman because this offensive line is really bad. And look, yeah. look at their second half of the schedule. They're going against the Chiefs and Kansas City. Cowboys in Dallas, then they play the Broncos at home, then go to Seattle. They play the Lions. That's honestly what I see as the easiest game in that stretch at home. They go not easy not, yeah, not at all. And then they visit the Chargers, have Packers at home, and then have the Bears at home. That's not an easy schedule at all. They have to really fight for every single one of those games. And I don't necessarily see this team really fighting out and necessarily getting a positive record in the second half. So they, they have to start off strong. And even then, this beginning of their schedule, Falcons, Packers, Raiders, Bears, Giants, Eagles, Lions, Redskins. Three of those teams, I would say, are guaranteed wins. I'm still thrown off by the Kirk Cousins state color comparison. <laughs> That just makes so oh, okay. much sense. I, I was about to say, how, how are you saying that doesn't make any sense? No, uh, I love it. It's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Next team in the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers, who one of us is apparently very high on. Well, going, looking at the Packers, um, I, I want to give this offseason – I want to give it an A. I really do. I think personnel-wise, they made a lot of good moves. I love the Jadarius Smith pickup at linebacker. Adrian Amos, obviously an amazing signing on the back end of safety there. Um, but the reason I can't give it an A is because I, I really don't get the head coaching hire at all. Um, Aaron Rodgers couldn't stand Mike McCarthy toward the end of that at all. So you go out and get a guy who's younger than Aaron Rodgers to try to head coach Aaron Rodgers now. I, I, I don't understand it at all. I don't understand what Matt LaFleur, how he was intriguing in the slightest for a head coaching job, especially when a guy, for example, like Bruce Arians, who would have been an amazing hire for a team like the Packers, was available apparently, and he ends up in Tampa. Um, and that that's what... Arians turned down the Packers job, I'm pretty sure. Well, then that, that's just that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because I, I I really do I think the Packers had a good off season, but I I I really don't like the hire. I think um, that's really where I draw I I can't. It really was holds me back on the Packers. I don't like the Matt Lafleur hiring at all. I don't know how if Aaron Rodgers couldn't stand Mike McCarthy, he's gonna put up with this guy. Um, looking at the defense, obviously I think they improved the defense. It's still got a lot of holes. 
especially looking at their linebacking core and up front outside of Mike Daniels, what is Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark going to give you? The offensive line, can they stay healthy? Um, they got some really good tackles, but they got a lot of injury histories in Balaga and Bakari. Jimmy Graham, he's pretty much washed at this point. You're not getting much out of him. Devontae Adams is one of quietly one of the best receivers in the league last year. And then it's Aaron Rodgers' health. Um, I think the Packers will be back into a competitive state again. They'll be pushing for a playoff spot, fighting in there. But um, I, like I said, I really don't like the Matt LaFleur hiring. What I don't like with the offseason hiring, I necessarily don't mind Matt LaFleur. I'm not a fan of it. I'm kind of indifferent on it. I am not a fan of the uh, offensive coordinator hiring at all. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, former offensive coordinator of the Jags, I just I didn't understand that one at all. I didn't know if it was LaFleur's guy he wanted. I just didn't get that at all. But looking towards their schedule, it's a very favorable schedule for a new head coach. I mean, obviously not going to going to Chicago opening night is not ideal at all. But after that, they get three straight home games, then at Dallas, which you can argue for Aaron Rodgers as a home game. Then you get Detroit and Oakland at home. But then the schedule really starts. They get at Kansas City, at LA. But it's a really favorable schedule for a new coach if they can get all their home game wins early start off early in a very competitive division like the NFC. They, have, they should they be have all right. Some decently easy games on that second half of the schedule. So I don't think we have to worry about that much. I think they just have to take care of business at home first before anything else. Yeah, no. They've always been a very solid home team. So they're going to have to keep that up. I really love what they did with their defense, especially the two safeties. Um, the the safety swap with the Bears, Emos for Haha. Um, Darnell Savage at 21 is supposedly a very quiet, good pick in the first round. They still have guys like Blake Martinez and Mike Daniels that have been really solid over the years. But it's just going to be a matter of if the O-line can stay healthy. Uh, the Billy Turner free agency signing, if he can produce a guard. Um, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, if they can continually continue to produce solid numbers, they're supposed to get more carries in this Matt LaFleur offense. But... I'm not a fan of it just yet. I have to see it to believe it. Wide receivers are still very solid if Geronimo Allison can develop into that number two role, unless Mark Valdez scanling does. It's The upside is there. Like Packers fans have a lot to be uh, happy about, especially since Mike McCarthy's gone. But we'll have to see if they can stay competitive. If Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy, that's ultimately what's going to come down I, to. I just hope I don't hear at the end of the year Aaron Rodgers goes, we're going to have to run the table, I guess. I mean, I mean, for the past, <laughs> what, it's been two, three years? And one year they actually ran the table. I remember that they ran the table. But last year, I mean, you know, Aaron, I heard Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I heard Aaron Rodgers is, you know, better than half the QBs in the league anyways. Personally, I think he Aaron Rodgers is. is the best. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best arm talent we we may have ever seen. I mean, he he can throw on the run. I mean, he he does some he does some spinning around BS and, and throws it. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Devontae Adams, like you said, quietly one of the best receivers in the league last year. I bet he'll just come out and do the same thing again unless they double covers him. They lost uh, they lost Randall Cobb. I don't I don't know. I mean, you're right. He was hurt, but. I mean, he, you know, he was still a weapon when on the field. He's somebody to like, hey, Randall Cobb's on the field now. Their defense, I mean, Clay Matthews is not the same Clay Matthews as he used to be. He's not head and shoulders, Clay Matthews. He's gone. He's more. He's, Clay Matthews oh, is on the Rams. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone? <laughs> he's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah he's on the Rams. Yeah, y'all are <laughs> 
Well, well that's I my forgot point. to the, mention the Packers. Um, um, like I said, like I love the Amos signing and the Smith signing, but out the linebacking core outside of Smith, like losing to Matthews, even what was left of him, it's, it's pretty weak. Um, Blake Martinez is solid, but he's no he's no one to get excited about. Um, I think the Packers are really going to struggle against the run. I think that's something that's going to really hurt this team. I think they're going to be they're going to be one of the worst run defenses in the league, which is terrible because you'd rather be worse against the pass. It's going to wear them down. But um, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, um, they they should be right back in the mix. What's funny is they used to be really good against the run because teams would just throw for 350 yards on them, so their run defense would look good on paper. But I think their secondary is going to be a lot better this year. I love the, I love how Jair Alexander is developing. I don't think they have any help outside of him though, which is the problem, unless Kevin King can stay healthy. But like you said, if their run defense can somehow get good. They'll have a really solid year, but I think they'll still be competitive right there with the Bears and the Vikings and, and even the other team in the NFC North. And yes, the other team in the NFC North. Uh, the Detroit Lions, who were the bottom of the standings in the last season. Like they'll be again. <laughs> I mean, I don't see them above the Packers, Vikings, or Bears, so high, well, high chance that happens. Well... That, um, the Lions are an interesting team. First, um, Matthew Stafford uh, apparently was injured last year. I don't know how to what degree. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of speculation to how much he was hurt, to the degree he was hurt. Um, but I think Matthew Stafford is still a very, a very solid quarterback if one healthy. Um, I don't like the first round pick at all. I, I don't like taking the tight end at all, especially because I love the Jesse James signing from Pittsburgh. So I don't understand the tight end pick, especially when they were guys. I think Ed Oliver was still on the board for them. That would have been an amazing pick if uh, the line. That would have I been a great so pick too. for Detroit. Um, the offensive line's quietly all right. Um, I think if healthy, that offensive line can keep Stafford up relatively well. Running back, they're just okay with Reddick and C.J. Anderson. Receiver Kenny Galloway obviously had a pretty good um, season last year. We'll see what he builds off of that. Marvin Jones and then Danny Amendola coming in. In the slot, I think it's going to be okay for them. But this team's just average. I mean, I don't – Trey Flowers, it's a good signing, but how effective will he be not being in New England anymore? They lose Quinn to retirement. Darius Slay's probably the only good corner they have. I didn't mind the Justin Coleman signing from Atlanta. I mean, the Lions are just an okay team. I think this is a team that hovers around anywhere from six to, at best, at absolute best, nine wins. Um, they might – they might be in the playoff hunt toward the end, but I, I don't think the Lions are doing anything too crazy this year. What I like about oh my goodness, I what I like then. about the Lions, <laughs> what I like about the Lions, um, Carry On Johnson and Kenny Galladay are slowly, be- beco- quietly becoming very solid running back and wide receiver options. Carry On Johnson can have a really solid second year. He'll have C.J. Anderson behind him to sort of be his mentor because he showed a lot to us in a couple of games where he almost rushed for 100 yards. Kenny Galladay is a monster of a of a wide receiver body. But other than that, I'm not a fan of this team. Obviously, they have Damon Harrison or Snacks Harrison. It's Trey Flowers pickup. Uh, they just lost Glover Point to retirement. But, yeah, I, I just don't... I don't think they're better than any of these teams in the NFC North, but I think they could easily... Steal a game, steal a game or two. I mean, they've swept the Packers the past two years. 
So they, they're capable of winning against these division opponents, but long term, I just don't see them getting nine or ten wins. Uh, I, I, I hope Matthew see Stafford. Them in eight. I, yeah, I hope Matthew Stafford will come out because was it two seasons ago he had a flipping fantastic season, and that was like the only really good season I think I actually remember him having. So I hope he comes out and actually performs this year. I mean, the receiving core is mediocre. I mean, they got Jesse James, but other than that, I mean, Matthew Stafford has, like, nothing to work with. I mean, Megatron needs to come back and save the day for him to go. <laughs> uh, the defense, I mean, they've got they've got probably three, three above average uh, defensive players on the uh, defensive side of the ball out of the 11. So they've got Trey Flowers, Snacks Harrison, and uh, throw anybody you want in there. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I, they're not. They're going to be the worst team in the probably either one or two worst teams in the NFC. Uh, I mean, they might be right there. I, I'm thinking that the Bucks are going to be right there with the Cardinals. So we'll see. Yeah, they're definitely up there. Yeah. All right. Before we move on to NFC South, I just want to point out our first podcast just hit a hundred views on YouTube as of a few minutes ago. That's good. Oh, that's, that's good out. news. Great. Thank you. Thank Very you to everyone news. for out there listening. Make us rich. That's a 42-49. Cut that out. Anyways. Well, all right. No, no. That, was, that was pretty <laughs> well, all right, well, I, I want to so I wanna flip us over to the NFC South. Ah. I, I know. First well, team. Yeah. First team. You got screwed by a call. The New Orleans Saints. Per, they got a great QB. Drew Brees, who on Madden I feel like is rated a bit lowly, but whatever. <laughs> well, okay. if we go into the Saints, I'd actually disagree with you about the Madden rating, but um, obviously, like you said, the Saints obviously were completely screwed last year, and I think it's really unfortunate because I think the Saints are bound to take a step back this year. Um, I think they, I think last year was their year. I think, especially you're telling me the Rams, uh, the Patriots won the Super Bowl scoring 13 points, the Saints wouldn't, have, but the Saints would have not scored three points. That was disgusting, but um, I I don't I think um what's not being talked about a lot this year is Drew Brees. Um, we all saw toward the end of the, the season before Peyton managed last season how bad he he started to look. His arm started to look shot, and I'm not saying that Drew Brees is washed, but I think Drew Brees showed signs, um, especially toward the latter half of that season. They relied more on the running game, a lot more short passes. I'm I'm worried how shot Drew Brees' arm is. Um, obviously, he'll probably come out strong, but as the season progresses, how much is left in Drew Brees' tank, and, um, that's something I worry about. Jared Cook getting him in tight end is going to be a nice sign. He's still got tons of weapons. Um, they get Latrevious Murray as the backup to replace Ingram. Obviously, Kamar is an amazing running back. This is still a team that's going to be a playoff team. They're still going to compete. I don't I don't think it's going to be a big step back, but um, I, I worry about how much is left in the tank for Drew Brees. Yeah, like you said, I just don't think this team takes a step back. I think their best chance, however, was behind them. Uh, the division game, a divisional game, they should have won. Then the conference championship, they get you get the ball to start overtime. That's really all you can ask for. Shouldn't have came and to throw an interception shouldn't like came that. To that. It shouldn't have came to that. Obviously, I'm aware. And. But you get you get ball to start overtime. You have to put that away. We saw Tom Brady do that easily. He converted three third downs. You just have to do that if you drew Brees. But they still are. He's probably going to win the division. 
They're going to be right there for a first round bye. But are they going to be able to get it done? I just don't think so. I can't put faith in them. I actually think the Saints will come out, be pretty much like they were last year, to be honest with you. Uh, I think they're just going to be basically the same team. Uh, they still got Michael Thomas. Uh, they still got Alvin Kamara, and they got Drew Brees. I, I mean, Drew Brees' arm, I mean, he's getting older. I think he's just going to turn into more of a Tom Brady. Even though Tom Brady every now and then will whip it out, you know, talk about downfield twenty yards. Wait. And I mean, and I mean, I mean, I mean, worse. I mean, worse comes to worse. To be honest with you, if let's say Drew Brees gets hurt, I mean, they've got Teddy Bridgewater as a backup. Teddy Bridgewater was not a bad QB for the Vikings. It's just you know they released the memory towards ACL. The defense is high. Receiving core is good. So I'm I'm excited to see them play this year. Even though they're gonna get. Well, uh, by Cowboys. <laughs> oh, so pretty much everyone's going to beat the Cowboys, except for the Eagles. Yeah, I think the Eagles are the only, the only team that are going to come out and actually play the Cowboys good. All right. Go Cowboys! Next, next, next team on the list in the NFC, NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons, who kind of played disappointingly last season. Um, I would completely dispel that notion because um, the Falcons were arguably the most injured roster in the whole league last year. I mean, they basically that's, a, that's, st- that's still a disappointing outing, though, man. They, that's still a disappointing I mean, season. Okay, they they pretty they lost two start they lost two um very important starters in the very first game of the season. They lost about half their defense halfway through the season. Um, this is a team that two years ago was in the Super Bowl, and a year after that, basically had Philly on the ropes. Um, they should have won that game. Um, th- th- I think the Falcons are going to bounce back strong this year. Um, they only really lost one key piece in Tevin Coleman this year. They still have the best trio and receiver in the whole NFL to me with Kelvin Ridley, Mohamed Sanu, and obviously Julio Jones. The offensive line, it's okay. I mean, it's nothing to get excited about, but it's not terrible. Alex Mack, Alex Mack is one of the best centers in the league. Um, and defensively, they get Grady Jarrett locked up. I think Vic Beasley will bounce back to a degree. McKinley, opposite of him, is solid. You get Deion Jones back and healthy in the middle linebacker spot. That's obviously huge. Keanu Neal is back now off of injury. Ricardo Allen back there as well. Desmond, Truf- Desmond Trufon is still one of the best corners in the league. Um, and then maybe the only other loss, they lose Matt Bryan, that kicker, which I think is going to hurt. But it's not the end of the world. I, I think the Falcons are going to bounce back really strong this year. Yeah, um, they just locked up Grady Jarrett and Deion Jones, keeping their defense structured so they can stay healthy. Uh, Devontae Freeman's coming back off injury. I think the key to them is if they're going to be able to get Austin Hooper to come back to what he was. When they made it to the Super Bowl in 2016, he was a very solid tight end. Uh, Matt Ryan was always looking at him. He was even always looking at him when they lost to the Eagles in that divisional game last year. Just didn't see anything out of him last year. Um, at his best, he's a very solid tight end. Their defense, like I said, after they locked up uh, Deion Jones and Jarrett, very solid. The secondary, um, you have to like Keanu Neal and Ricardo Allen are very good safeties. They should be right there with the Saints. Do I think what they have what it takes now to win the division? I'm not so sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if they would steal that division from the Saints. I think the I think the Falcons are going to come out and play pretty good this season. I think they'll obviously be better than last season. I mean, like you said, they've got Julio Jones, who, you know, when healthy is, you know, top three receiver in the league with uh, Hopkins and Brown. Uh, Calvin Ridge getting better and better. He can only get better. 
worry. I guess he can get worse. He, he's going to get better. And Sanu's getting a little old, but, I mean, he's 29. So I'm ready to see um, Devontae Freeman come out and actually play. Uh, he's he's been he's been rattled with injuries except that one season he had a really good season. I'm ready for him to come out and show, you know, the Devontae Freeman of old. And I mean, I say old. I mean, he's only 27, but I mean that's kind of old for a running back. He's been in the league six years now, so we'll see how that goes. And then their their defense. Vic Beasley was very highly touted coming out of Clemson, but I mean, I just feel like he's never really lived up to the hype as a uh, as a pass rusher or anything like that. Um, and other than that, I mean, they've got, I mean, they've got an eye defense. It's not, it's not, it's not eye popping. Like it's not, it's not top three, top five. It's probably mid, midway of the pack. So we'll see how they go. We'll see how they do. We'll see if they make the playoffs. They might not. We'll see. All right. Next team in the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers. And we still don't know what's going to be happening with their star quarterback. Um, going to like you said, uh, what what is Cam? I mean, how is that shoulder? Um, when will he, you know is he going to be fully healthy by the time week one rolls around? Obviously, if he is, that changes your whole perspective on. But don't know, and that's the worst injury for any quarterback to be worried about. Um, you know, your throwing shoulder is probably the most important thing the quarterback has, so that's really concerning for Carolina. And I mean that's where I would really leave it with the Panthers. I I, I think that is such a bad injury, and I, I really think it's going to hurt them. I think it might be the end of, that that could ruin Cam's career, and it's really unfortunate. I still have questions in that secondary. Obviously, Luke Keekley is one of the best linebackers in the league, but he's getting older. He's health is always a concern with him. I, I'm not high on the Panthers this year. I think um I think the Panthers are going to be taking a step back, even even farther. Even step farther. Back it took last year. All right. Yeah, I have to agree because Cam's obviously going to be a question mark. However, they don't have a terrible schedule. It's not easy, but it's not terrible. I'm um, looking towards DJ Moore to really show that he can be a number one wide receiver, try to fill that void left by Steve Smith. I don't know how much they're going to have left of Greg Olson because they still um, expect him to be a very solid tight end. He still is, but he's getting up there. I don't know how much he has left. Their O-line, if Cam Newton does come back 100%, the O-line is going to have to give him a lot of help. I like the Brian Burns pick at 17. He's been argu- he was arguably one of the best prospects in the draft they got at 17. But I'm just not a fan of this defense outside of Burns and Luke Keekley. McCoy. I just don't like it. Jared McCoy, the, the pick up. I'm just I don't I'm not too high on this Panthers team this year. I, uh, I, like, I, I like what they got at the quarterback situation. I mean, let's say Cam's out. I mean, uh, who are they going to start? Are they going to start Kyle Allen? I think they'll probably start Will Greer. Will Greer is a good. I know I love Will Greer. Yeah, I Taylor Taylor uh, Heineke. However you say uh, that's who they played last year. Or they could go Will with Will Greer. I think I think I just I, I, I actually, like I'm actually either. higher on the defense than you are. I think their D line with Bruce Irving. I mean, Death Harry Poe, Gerald McCoy. I mean, that, that's a that's a solid D line. Or let me rephrase that: in their primes, they were a solid D line. Uh, yeah, let's see, that's it's the just. I mean, I, I mean, because Death Harry Poe is really not that old. McCoy, I mean, he had an eye season last year, and it's kind of like a freak in nature. So hopefully they come out and be eye, and then their secondary is just eh. 
It's not. It's not. It's not special, dude. It's, it's below average secondary. I think they're going to get toasted by teams with a good offense. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I I don't see much from this team, especially with Cam. I think Cam's actually a cancer for that team. I think Cam's too cocky. I'm not a big Cam Newton fan. I agree. But yeah, I, don't I agree like his personality. I'm not a big Cam I don't Newton like his fan. personality at all. Nope. So, um, I, I don't, I don't mind Cam. I mean, he obviously he's been to the Super Bowl. He's not, he doesn't have the greatest personality. But to me, I don't. This, this offensive line, now the Matt Paradis signing's good. Trey Turner, Darrell Williams came back, but the left side of this line, Cam's blind side, is absolutely terrible. And you have a quarterback coming off the, one of the worst injuries a quarterback can suffer, and he's got maybe one of the worst blind side protections in the whole league. That, there's a lot of things to worry about with the Panthers this year. All right, final team the NFC South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jesus, teams. Can we um, skip them? All right. <laughs> well, I, um, for the most part, we can, but I do want to touch on, I think the Buccaneers had the best um, hiring of the offseason. Bruce Arians, I think, eventually will, will definitely, I think, eventually turn this team around a bit. And obviously, he brings Todd Bowles, he's a defensive coordinator. Um, so I think they, that's a, the future in Tampa Bay looks brighter than it did, it has in a while. But this season, uh, yeah, I, I don't see much out of this team. The defense, it's not it's good at all. awful. They might have so the, bad. The secondary, it's so bad. The offensive line is not very good. Their weapons, I think O.J. Howard will progress. Mike Evans is obviously a good receiver. But, I mean, James Winston. Bruce Arians, if Bruce Arians can't save James Winston's career, nobody can. So. Nobody can. <laughs> um, the, I mean, this is it for Jameis Winston, um, which might be the one hopeful for Buccaneers fans. I mean, he's playing for his he's playing for his NFL career. But like you said, there's not much to talk about this team. It's a bad line on both sides of the ball. I mean, they're, they're, Jason Pierre-Paul should be starting that. What's the, this is just not a very good team, and it's one of the worst secondaries in the league as well. I mean, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, I like their draft. I don't I don't feel like they missed with the Devin White pick, but. I mean, other than that, their their future. I will, other yeah. than the coaching, they needed to, they needed to take Devin White because they they let him Juan Alexander walk. They should have let him walk, but I, I, I the, Devin the White only, had five. The one, thing, yeah. well, one positive thing is James Winston will probably be gone after this year. Um, Bruce Arians yeah. and Todd Bowles, I, I think, is a great. I mean, I think Bruce Arians will get the biggest quarterback next year. So the future is going to be brighter in Tampa Bay, but this year it's it's not. Their running backs too are just so atrocious. Peyton Barber. I think it's a it's, it's more um, the coaching West staff than the James. No, it's the players. We'll see. No, it's the players. no I'm saying I mean, like the future. We'll see. Like, oh, oh, oh okay. yeah, no, the future. Yeah, yeah future's yeah, with the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, all, it's all in the staffs. I mean, the only, the only, the only like JPP. I mean, he's you know he's thirty. The only guy that I've actually seen on this defense that like I'm, I'm thinking like, hey, he could actually make an impact with Christina Dominican too. He's getting old though. He's 32, so uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, I, you know, there's one guy on this team. I got a bonus pick, and it's Mike Evans. How can he be six five, two thirty one? And I mean, I just don't understand, dude. How can he be? I mean, he, he, could, he dude. He's arguably a top five. He nah. Has mm. never had a good quarterback. No, yeah. you can argue it. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think he's I, I guess, I guess in his defense, biggest, he hasn't had a quarterback. He's he's the biggest he's the biggest. But he's not nuke. Yeah, he's not he's not nuke. He's the biggest no. drama sure. queen in the NFL. 
other than Cam Newton. I don't understand. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, yeah. I was about to say. I was about to say. There's a guy in Cleveland that might want to have a word with that. Oh, yeah, no, 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 regard. No, I think he's passionate. Not, not I think, I think OBJ is passionate. I think my guy, well, no, I would agree with that. He's more of a Des Bryant than uh, he's a punk, man. I don't understand. <laughs> like, like, I, <laughs> how can he be that big? And, and I mean, it's just he should make an impact, dude. And he, he does, but I mean, he also, he also, hurts, he does, he, but he hurts the team because he, he gets thrown out of games and stuff. I mean, I just don't understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, Overall, this is the team. They're not good. It's just a talk. It's just a toxic franchise. Let's see if Bruce Arians can fix All right. it. Next division, final division, the NFC, NFC West, starting off with the Los Angeles Rams, fresh off a three-point outing in the Super Bowl. Um, well, if we're talking about um, bones to pick, um, I have a, I have a, <laughs> I have a bone to pick. I have Girlies a bone to bone. pick with this whole entire damn franchise. Um. First of all, they didn't. They shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl, which, um, but that's needless to say. But it, um, you you get there, you basically get handed a free trip to the Super Bowl you didn't deserve, and you put out one of the worst outings. I mean, I can't put it all. The defense obviously showed up. They showed up defensively to win that Super Bowl, but that is one of the first half. That's one of the worst offensive performances I've ever seen. Jared Goff got exposed. Um, I He's think terrible. Jared Goff is vastly overrated. I, I mean, you you give him all these weapons, you give him the offense. He, he's he's babied. It's it's he's not that good. He's very overrated in my opinion. Todd Gurley, um, what I don't know what we're getting out of Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley really slowed down toward the end of that. I don't know how much that injury. He, hurt, he was him. hurt. Yeah, he was. No, hurt yeah, bad. he was hurt. So we'll we'll he see how he hurt. comes back. <laughs> um, Cooper Cup's coming off a really bad injury. I don't know how much he'll be able to produce. Um. The offensive line is still all right. It's still a pretty good offensive line. Defensively, obviously, I think Aaron Donald. Might, Aaron Donald is still obviously maybe the best defensive lineman, maybe the best defensive player in the whole entire NFL. But losing to Dominic and Sue is going to make it a lot easier for teams to put a lot more uh, pressure on him. Yeah, and they lose. And the pass, and just passes, like you can double yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. And they lose Joiner in the back at safety. They pick up Eric Weddle, but I mean, how much? How, what's left of Eric Weddle? What's, what's left, know. man? Yeah, but, I, I mean, he know. did have a good season last year, so that is know, true. Hard to say that. that Ravens defense helped him out. Uh, yeah, so I, I, maybe this one. I don't. Know. I don't care. I, I just don't like this franchise. They pissed me off. Um, but overall, <laughs> I, I think this. Cronky, I think Stan this take a step back. I really do. I. I don't. I'm not high on the Rams at all. What I have to uh, applaud the Rams at, they took the rookie, uh, Darrell Henderson. Um, he might be getting a lot of touches of running back with Gurley with arthritis in his knee at, what, 25, 26. Very but chair, even though they kept most of the defense, I just don't think they're ready to reload because teams are going to have a whole year of film on golf in this offense with all these weapons. I just am not a fan of golf at all. I think if you swap golf with guys like Case Keenum or even Joe Flacco, I think they're going to put up a lot better numbers with that offense. Joe Flacco. But of every quarterback. Yes, Joe, Joe Flacco. No, yes. he's better than Joe Flacco. Yeah, he's better. He's definitely better. Than better than Joe Flacco. Flacco now. I still no. I don't. I don't think so. I am not a fan of golf. I mean, uh, the schedule. The I mean, they got the Steelers, Bears, Bears, Ravens come off the bye. I don't like them. I don't like the schedule. I just don't like golf. I mean, I'm not a fan of him at all. The bottom I mean, of their division isn't very good as it is, but those games are not consecutive. They're very spread out, except for the end of the season. But other than that, that's just two games back to back. 
I think they're gonna have to turn into the Bears and become like a defensive-minded team. But I just don't think they'll do that. I tell you what, I wonder what I, I really do wonder because Jared Goff. I mean, Sean McVay is obviously the key point to this team. Sean McVay is a g- freaking genius. I mean, he made Jared Goff into uh, you know an actual quarterback. <laughs> Belichick made him is that's true, but I mean that's still uh, Belichick. How many people? How many people does Bill Belichick do that to? I understand so, that. So exactly. So I mean, and McVay is what in his thirties. Not even, I mean, he's not even 40. So, uh, I mean, he's an offensive genius. He's young. I'm excited. I, I hate to say this. I'm excited because if golf starts, you know, throwing bad and stuff like that, I want to see what he does with Blake Bortles. That'd be uh, interesting. Ooh, that would, would be interesting. Be interesting. Yeah. That's, that's, oh, my yeah. goodness. I mean, because oh, arguably Bortles was, Bortles, I mean, Bortles was the leading fantasy I hope Luke Bortles gets a second chance. I really hope he does. I mean, if he gets I a second chance, a if he gets a second chance, this is the best team to get a second chance with. That's definitely yeah, Other than, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I hope Blake, I hope the best for Blake Bortles. I think he's a good guy. The, the, the defense, I mean, they lost the double gun too, but Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald attracts that attention to where it's like, oh gosh, it's like, he's obviously the best in the league, I, I think. Hands down, there's no, there's, like JJ Watt's not there anymore. JV and Clowney won't ever get to that level, but JV and Clowney is a very good uh, pass rusher. Other than that, man, this what? this team is this team is I this team is the same team as last year. They never should have made it to the Super Bowl. Wait, uh, the Patriots stomped on them. Not really, but the Patriots should have stomped on them. And that's it. All right, next yeah. next team the NFC West and Seattle Seahawks. Um. With the Seahawks, I think this is another team. I know everyone said last year they were going to take the big step back and it was time to rebuild. But I think this year it's even worse. Yeah. Um, Doug Baldwin just randomly – receiving core is, abs- is really bad. Um, DK Metcalf is a nice draft pick if he works yeah, out. That's very nice. Yeah. We'll see what he does. But, I mean, once another year, Russell Wilson gets another year older and has to run for his life. They did not fix the offensive line very much at all. Um, and defensively, you lose Frank, you lose um, Frank Clark. Now they still have great linebackers in Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, and Barkevius Mingo. Arguably the best middle linebacker in the league, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, probably is the best middle but, linebacker in the league. But the se- I, I don't like the secondary. <laughs> I don't like the okay, secondary. Um, I don't like them up front. Uh, Ziggy Ansah is a cool signing, but he's never healthy. Um, this is a team. They're gonna go. Russell Wilson's gonna have to carry this team again. But I, I think this team's about a seven and nine, six and ten team this year. I think I don't think the Seahawks Ooh. are competing. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. No, I, I, I think they're. I don't. I think they're nine and seven just because of their home schedule. Um, I, playing Seattle is one of the. I, w- I, I You know what? If I didn't make a bold prediction, Pete Carroll might um walk away from the team after this year. No, they won't fire him. Pete Carroll won out. Because uh, he's a little weasel. He did the same thing at USC. He snuck out before that's what, yeah, all that's the what I'm saying. I allegations think, came down that's on him. What I'm saying. I, yeah, think, no, I think this team goes about seven and all nine, right. and then Pete Carroll walks away. Um, I could see, I could see him going eight and eight. I, but they they go defense with their draft. They didn't <laughs> get the O line. They take Metcalf, but they lose Doug Baldwin. So I, yeah, I, just I mean, think they didn't, they didn't fall. I mean, they. And they didn't take a running back either. They're gonna. The no- Chris Carson wasn't bad last year, but Chris well, it's really disappointing. Somebody who I want in my backfield. It's really disappointing to see you have a, a star quarterback like Russell Wilson. You continue to not address his offensive line. He continues to get older and older. It's it's pretty disappointing. Where, where have we seen a star quarterback 
just waste his years oh, with the team. Man, it's almost <laughs> like it happening. It's happening in Green Bay and happening in Dallas. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's weird how it's happening. All right. <laughs> I'm happy to see that they have a player on their team that has the number 69. <laughs> every t- every team. <laughs> I don't Steven think every team. I don't think every team. Yeah, he's a long snapper. Bakhtiari okay, but this receiving core can be 69. fantastic. They still have Tyler Lockett. Great deep threat. He can play slot if he needs to. I think DJ Metcalf coming out of the draft. I mean, we all saw the pictures of him. That man looks like an absolute monster. I think I think he can't run routes for his life. I think, but I, what, what I'm saying Does is, he I think run he's, yeah, I was about to say I think with that, probably with not. That exactly. run, I think he, I think all Russell has to really do is like one on one. He sees one on one on the outside, like hey, go up and get it. You know, uh, I think DJ Metcalf will probably turn into like a. Uh, um, I, I, I want to say I want to say his, his his ceiling is like a dead fry. That's a high ceiling. Go. I mean, that's a high ceiling, but well, a dead fry to me is more yeah. of like, hey, go up and get this thing. Like, we need, like, I mean, because oh, yeah, 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 that's got sure. it. So, um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Russell Wilson still, I mean, he's, I think Russell Wilson is extremely underrated. I think he needs to get a lot more credit for what he does with his definitely feet. a top five quarterback. Yeah, with with his yeah, booty cheeks yeah. team, he, he's probably five. But <laughs> this, I mean, this team, this team, I don't even see him. I, I don't see him winning seven games at all. Yeah, I, I think this is. I don't. I agree. I don't think this is a very good team this year. Yeah. All right, next team in the NFC West is San Francisco 49ers. Oh um, I, I think. I think there's a lot to love here with the 49ers. If Jimmy Garoppolo comes back healthy, um, that's the key here. Well, I mean, if Jimmy Garoppolo plays like he did two years ago, I mean, there's not a lot. We don't have a lot on Jimmy Garoppolo, but if he can play like he has, I think he's going to be a great quarterback. They have a great three-headed monster at running back with Matt Breida. They got Tevin Coleman from Atlanta, and they have Jared McKinnon coming off injury. Um, my concern is the receiving core. Um, it. It with Seattle and a couple other teams is one of the worst receiving cores in the NFL. Um, but they make up for George Kittle's and a very good emerging tight end for them. Um, they have, for what it's worth, the best fullback, in my opinion, in the league in Kyle Juszczyk. The offensive line in San Francisco is okay. It's nothing to get excited about, but it's not bad. I love the Nick Bosa pick up front with the Ford, the Force Bunker. I think they're going to be getting after the passer this year. Quan Alexander, I like the signing if he comes back. Um, they gave him a lot of money, so he. I mean, we'll see what he can come back and do for them. But he's a good middle linebacker going healthy. We'll see what's left of Richard Sherman. He's still an all right corner. He's not what he used to be though. Jimmy Ward and Tart back there at OK safeties. They were able to keep Robbie Gold, which is nice. He's one of the best kickers in the league. But um, I think the Niners are going to be on the uptick this year. I'm not as high on the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo got his huge contract off garbage games last year when the Niners were well out of the postseason uh, oh out of playoff contention then at the start of the year he did look alright against um, what was it the Vikings and then obviously towards ACL against Kansas City I do love the Debo Samuel pick at wide receiver the rookie to pair him up with Dante Pettis and then the other deep threat Marquise got the good win uh, the defense they did get Nick Bosa like you said I think Jimmy Ward is terrible I don't think Nick, Richard Sherman is obviously as good as he was in Seattle. I'm not as high on this team. 
But I also wouldn't be surprised if they would steal that wild card spot in this competitive NFC. But I'm just I don't trust them to win this division right now. Gotta love. I think Rob it Rowe. all just. I think it all just depends on if Garoppolo comes back healthy. I mean, it's always scary, especially with QBs uh, that tear their that tear anything in their knee. I mean, it, it's going to be curious. I'm curious to see how Aaron Rodgers comes back this year, Wentz, and I'm curious to see how uh, Jimmy comes back because Jimmy's a good QB. I mean, he learned he literally learned from one of the best. You know, I mean, it's kind of yeah. hard. It's kind of hard not to learn. I mean, this team's all right. There's there's nothing that really pops out. They got Marquise Goodwin. That's their that's their best wide receiver. Maybe Jordan Matthews, I guess. But other than that, I mean, <laughs> and I mean, they did get Joey Bosa and Richard Sherman is all right. But other, than, I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, I, I just don't see them actually being a force. I don't see them stealing anything. I think, I think they come out win maybe five, six games at most. So. I'm just saying, my favorite thing about Garoppolo, his favorite office character is Dwight. So, I mean. Okay, well, that's not that hard. And Dwight's probably my favorite character. Dwight should be everybody's favorite character. Exactly. I mean, that just shows. I, he just has that smart IQ, man. Right, and I mean, at the, at the end of the season, they have a really, really tough schedule. Really yeah. Tough schedule. Week 12 oh, through yeah. 17, that schedule is insane. It's all to Garoppolo. Yeah. It's all going to let you, right. as everybody knows. I don't watch the TV. Final team, the NFC. Final team, the NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals, who just drafted with the number one pick, Kyler Murray. How do you guys feel about this pick? Um, Well, I, the pick, I mean, it's it's up to Kingsbury. I mean, he obviously thinks Murray fits him way better than Rosen would have. But I feel bad for Larry Fitzgerald, man. It, this might be one of the worst head coaching hires of all time in NFL history. Um, and you hire a guy that just, really? just got you hire a guy that just got fired from Texas Tech and was on his way to go be an offensive coordinator at USC in college. On his, I mean, he wasn't even going to be a head coach in college, and now he is head coaching an NFL team. That that to me is one that that is the Cardinals might get might um, get a couple sneaky wins just because it's a little bit of a new offense. We haven't seen Kyler Murray. But I think that I think this is a horribly ran franchise. You fire your head coach after one season to hire an even worse hire. I mean, this the offensive line is absolutely terrible. So I don't even know what Kyle Murray is going to be able to get done. Um, yeah, David Johnson's back and healthy. The defense, I mean, I don't know. I've got Pat Pete suspended, which is going to hurt them. Terrell Suggs, that is the most pointless signing of the offseason. Um, up front, they're not very good. Chandler Jones is still going to get after the quarterback, but he's getting older on a team that isn't winning. I mean, the Cardinals might get a few sneaky wins just because of um, being a new kind of offense and new quarterback, but they're, they're not going anywhere this year. And um, Kingsbury's going to be out of the NFL real quick soon. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I don't understand Kingsbury signing. What my thing is, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury – I, I think it's going to take them very, a very long time to adjust to NFL defenses. I could easily see them starting out 0-5, 0-6. They could easily steal a game in there just because nobody's seen this offense similar to what Lamar Jackson and Colin Kaepernick, guys like them, who don't really have a lot of skill, but they're just nobody plays like them. So they're unique. They actually had a very solid draft. Um, they addressed every hole except the offensive line. I like the Andy Isabella pick a wide receiver. The Byron Murphy 
pick cornerback out of Washington. I think that's a really solid pick. Him and Pat Pete could develop a duo. They also got Robert Alford. My problem is there's just too many holes, like you said, the O-line. Man, that offense looks bad, man. Kyler Murray's going to look like Russell Wilson running for his life. I don't. I think David Johnson's best days are behind him with all these injuries rattled up. You got to feel bad for Larry Fitzgerald. Man, do I feel bad this for Larry Fitzgerald. last year. But I'm just not a fan of this team. I think they're going to have another bad year. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple points to make. I mean, they're not big. I think, honestly, I think the Cardinals need to trade Pat Pete to a contender uh, for, for a couple picks. Um, I need, I mean, Kyler Murray hopefully comes out and plays good. I hope David Johnson comes out and plays good. Obviously, Larry Fitzgerald, much reliable, is going to come out and play good. But I got a bone to pick with Kyler Murray. I've always said this. Listen, Kyler Murray got drafted 15, or was it ninth or 15? He got drafted high in the first ninth. Round. It, was it was ninth nine. in the MLB. Okay, yeah, he got drafted. Right. He got drafted ninth by the by the uh, Oakland Athletics. The Oakland Athletics signed a contract with the Oakland Athletics, and then basically blackmailed the Oakland Athletics, saying, "I want this my money, or I'm not going to go play for you." Not only that. Not only that, he doesn't even go play with them when they say, hey, yeah, we'll give you this. He's going to go play in the NFL. And everybody's like, oh, he's, a, he's the only guy that's actually done this. First of all, my, my guys, he signed a contract, okay? He signed a contract. He should not be able to avoid the contract. Secondly. Yeah, it's different from what John Elway did. At least right. John Elway never signed any contract. Right. Secondly, the Oakland A's now didn't don't have their ninth overall pick. So you get what I'm saying? Like, Kyler Murray is screwed Yeah, they, they, that, they, he screwed him. That tells you what type of person Kyler Murray is. He's an awful person. He's an awful person. That's why, that's why you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of hope uh, I kind of hope he fails in the NFL. Screw Kyler Murray. Wow. I, I mean, I don't I don't think he's going to succeed anyways. Um, I, I know. I, yeah. I, no, you don't have to worry. Not, not only do I... Not Listen. only do I not know if he's going to work, I think he's in a, one of the worst situations he could have been drafted into. I, I, I like him think, as a player. I, hope, I, no I really think that – I think the player as himself, he's going to be good. It's just the situation in which he was drafted oh, yeah. is just going to be the reason he's not going to do anything in this league. I think the Cardinals should have just stuck with Josh Rosen. I think that was that was insane. I mean, you get the number one pick. You could have drafted Nick Bosa. I mean, you could have. You could have taken Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. Taken yeah, you could have addressed any of y'all. Literally yeah, taken anybody. Traded back and acquired more picks. Kyler Murray. I don't know. Wild. All right. That's the final team. And now we got to go over our division winners. So of the NFC East, I personally have the Philadelphia Eagles winning the division. Oh. Disgusting. <laughs> um, the NFC East. I mean, like I said, I was a little high on the Redskins, but I'm not going to take the Redskins. Um, I think it is a two-team division race between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Um, I'll take I'll take the Cowboys only because I don't think Carson Wentz is going to play. Cowboys games. fans unite! <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Cowboys. Ah, on the ah, NFC. Ah, I'm also going to take the Dallas Cowboys. I don't trust Wentz. Uh, don't tell me. But that not saying I trust Dak. Go Cowboys. Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. Here we go. All right. All right. Next division, NFC North. My pick is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. I like that pick. Um, I think this is the toughest division outside of the AFC South to pick from. Yep. Um, I really want to take the Vikings. I really do. But I- I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers in the NFC North. I'm also going to have to take the Packers. I could literally see any of these teams winning it, except maybe the Vikings. 
because I don't like Kirk Cousins. <laughs> but I also don't like Trubisky. Oh, so you can see, but so you I, can see the Lions see winning this? I could. I honestly could. Uh, crazy like, talk. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> uh, the, the Chicago Bears, I think they're going to win this division. Uh, I, I, I like Mitch Trubisky. Y'all don't, but I like him. All right, next division, NFC South. I have the Saints winning it again. Um, I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons to win the NFC South. I'm taking the Saints. Um, I'm thinking, hold on, I'm thinking, hold on. Imagine not I mean, being honestly, prepared, bro. Honestly, honestly, to toss up, I'm going to go Saints. I'm going to go Saints. Saints. I'm All the right. odd man out on that one. All right. Then the final division, NFC West. I have the Rams winning it again because there's not I mean, much this isn't a hard division to pick, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't – man, I really want to take the 49ers. I really do. Man, I make really... two bad predictions in a row. Two, two <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Man, do I want to take the – no, but I, I'll take the Rams. I'll take the Rams to win the West. Yeah, I'm just going to give it to the Rams by default. Rams. <laughs> All right, you're, everyone got the division winners in. Now we need two wild cards. My first wild card, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys because there's no way they don't make the playoffs. But um, My first wild card, I'm going to give it to the Eagles. Like Just kind of like, it was a toss-up for the East, but if, yeah. the Eagles, if I take the Cowboys to win the East, I'll put the Eagles in the wild card. I'm going to give my first wild card to the Falcons. All right. First wild right. card to the Falcons as well. Now, you need the second wild card. My second wild card is going to be the Green Bay Packers. Um, man, there's a lot to pick here from. I'm gonna give my second wild card to. I mean, I want to take. I want to put the Niners in the playoffs, but I just can't see it. I'm gonna give it to the Vikings. I'm picking between the Eagles and the Bears. I think I'm gonna give it to the Bears, though. But Ooh. wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles are in. All right, Eagles, Vikings. Alright, so, we have our playoff picks in. Who do you guys think is going to win the NFC? You're up. I'm going first? Alright. I'm going bold. I personally don't think the Cowboys are going to win the division. But I'm taking them to Holy the Super Bowl. Sh- oh my god. I, I am Christ. picking a wild card. To make it to the Super Bowl. You're putting Dak Prescott in the Super Bowl. And he's not a Cowboys I, fan, everybody. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I really feel like the coaching... They have a great coaching staff, which is why I feel like Dak Prescott looks good at times. And I feel like they can maybe piece together a string of very good games to make it to the Super Bowl as a All wild right. card. All right, well, I am a Cowboys fan, and I'm not... I do have them winning the division. They might even win a playoff game or two, but I, I can't see them making this. I'm I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons to go back to the Super Bowl. All right, I didn't I didn't even take them to make the playoffs. Uh, if the Packers had a better coaching staff, a year or two with their defense, I would easily take them to the Super Bowl. But I just I can't see a first year head coach going to the Super Bowl, even though we've had guys like McVay go. Uh, I'm gonna reluctantly give it to the Saints. But they're not a clear-cut favorite for me. I could see anybody taking the NFC. Let me give it to the Saints. So unlike Lazo, 
He's not a Cowboys fan. I am a Cowboys fan. So I'm thinking the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. And they're, win- uh, and they're, and they're winning that hoe, too. Wait, so you have a Cowboys-Patriots <laughs> Super Bowl, and you're taking the Cowboys. Cowboys taking it this year. Cowboys Yo, imagine the Rampage. Imagine the rampage in the in America if that happens. That might be the worst case scenario for the NFL. That, yeah, it's, 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 America. America. Like any fan, any non-Patriots or Cowboys Nobody fan. wins. Yeah, exactly. Unless you are a Cowboys fan. The the oh, I'd love to see it. If that happens, it'll be the highest Super Bowl that's ever happened. Because you that agree, yeah. that, that's very yeah, there's all no, people there's overseas no and stuff. I mean, oh man, I would love to see it, but I just dude, can't. people overseas still watch it. Man. I wouldn't. Like, right, well, no matter well, what, I mean, I, still watch but, it. you know how but, long the off season is in the NFL. Well, my Super Bowl, yeah. I can't hear that. Well, with my Super Bowl, I had the Chargers and Falcons, and I will take the Chargers to beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl. And for my Super Bowl, I have the Cowboys and the Steelers. And I'm well. Wow, that's other. Yeah, that is that is very out there. And I'm picking the Steelers to win it. Wow, number right. seven. Number uh, my Super Bowl Chiefs Saints. What arguably what we should have got last year. Honestly, I'm gonna give yeah. it to Mahomes and the and the Chiefs. And Mahomes is gonna get his first Super Bowl. All right, uh, I like it. So before we end this out, I want to say. Well, oh, Jimmy already created Super Bowl. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Before my bad. Before we end this out, I want to say thank you to Toasted underscore Six on Twitter. Retweeted, showing love. Really appreciate that, man. Probably one of the nicest people I know. And that's that's the end of episode two of this fifth year podcast.